Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, podcast listeners. In today's episode, you're going to learn a research hack that helps you beat writer's block and come up with fresh ideas for killer creatives. A dangerous trap many copywriters fall into, which makes their copy unusable for clients and four easy ways to make your copy stand out in a saturated market. Enjoy. From Christopher Ogle, Christopher asks, Hey, Ed and Stefan, question for this week. What other ways would you find inspiration for curiosity-based emails and topical news emails, aside from building a swipe folder and watching what other creatives are working? Thanks. What's up, Chris? Hey, Stefan. Hey, Ed. All right. So yeah, I'm going really well. Thanks. Really well. So in Justin's video series for writing emails, he explains the top three niches are finance, health, and conservatives. Yeah. So broadly speaking, it looks straightforward to write the story, the curiosity and topical based emails. But let's say that I wanted to focus on something like gut health. Okay. Because it's an area that I'm more familiar with. What I'm finding is challenge in finding additional places to get ideas for curiosity or topical based emails. Like for example, gut health in the news, would you go for celebrities or how would you find additional inspiration for those two curiosity and topical news emails? So what are you, what have you tried so far? So, so far I really just, joined a few lists and paid attention to the emails that are working that are working. I've looked for some celebrity examples and found a few, but I felt like that would kind of run out pretty quickly. And I suppose I've been focusing so far on the story based emails because I get a lot of that stuff from like Amazon reviews and, and everything. So that's what I've done so far. And then just, you know, Google news searches and, come up with some stuff, but it's, it's nowhere near the amount of topical news that you get for something like Trump, for example, which is just, you know, you've got so many, <laughs> so many examples and so many ideas for that specific area. So, so that's what I've tried so far. When you search like Google news, what are you, what phrases have you searched? Uh, things like, yeah, things like gut health, digestive health, uh, Digestive health, gut health, celebrities, that sort of stuff. Got it. Yeah, because I mean, one one for me is, is just like I just did a Google search of probiotics and then clicked on news. And you yep. know, the big story trending right now: can probiotics help ease depression? Which yep. then, if I can bridge that gap, so then I could Google like celebrity depression, 
and be yeah. like, if there's stories about celebrities who have said that they deal with depression, you could be like, you know, oh, so-and-so has talked recently in the news about their brave fight against depression. And while my, you know, our heart goes out with them or for them, to them, whatever, I can't talk, heart goes out to them. Uh, there's one, you know, pretty simple hack that could help. And in fact, it doesn't just help with depression. It helps with this, this, and this, and it's actually found in your gut, you know? So like literally you could yep. just take like any topic, like if you like, you know, again, probiotics, depression, and then find a celebrity with depression and then link it all together. And you're not going to say like the celebrity took this probiotic and now their um, depression's gone, right? We're not going to, but you can just use it as put their name in and then pivot to like something else. Um, that's like one really easy way to do that. Uh, and you know, if you go, that was so a bunch of stuff about depression. I saw one in here about, um, like animal, like uh, animal feed probiotics. Right. So to me, that's kind of interesting. Cause it's like, all right. So they feed animals probiotics for well, what happens. Maybe you could find something interesting about like the weird, the secret additive they put in like animal feed that could make humans happier, healthier and give them better digestion. And then talk about how maybe, or maybe there's like a, you know, like a food recall. So I think you got to just go a little bit, you give yourself permission to kind of go a little bit wider and, 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 and take some different dots that seem like they're disparate and then connect them together. Uh, that's the big thing. Like, so Andrew said that kind of like conspiracy theory, red string pushups in the map thing where you just make all sorts of connections. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. I mean, I love doing that. I've done it a million billion times. Uh, like even say there's a story about Melania Trump, you know, left a public like event to go to the bathroom and you're like, Melania Trump's like toilet trouble question mark. And they'd be like, Oh, you know, there's a story about how Melania Trump went to the bathroom and people said maybe right. she was suffering from indigestion. Well, if she is, then one thing she should know about is this crazy five second gut fix, you know, like you just sort of take it okay. and, um, and connect it. So that's like the big way to, to do that. And then beyond that, I mean, I, I've recommended the site before science daily, but, um, going there and kind of looking at the news stories about probiotics and gut stuff too. But again, I would, yeah, kind of like a conspiracy theory, all the red strings and you're just connecting the dots together. That, that's really the best way to approach that. Perfect. Perfect. Because I was also looking at things like antibiotics, which there's a lot of stories out there about people taking antibiotics, completely ravaging their, their gut. And you know now they're going to make their way back. So there's plenty of stuff in the news about antibiotics. But what you're mentioning here is interesting because there's kind of like that, you know, not having that experience and writing these is, you know, how far can you go? If you were to send an email to a company and say, hey, test this out, you know, can you actually get in trouble for writing emails that go against antibiotics or or, you know, is there a limit or you just got to experiment and just push the boundaries until you basically until you just get told no, essentially. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely depends on the, the company, too. I mean, the big thing and this is really an important takeaway for everybody on the call, because I looked at 18 letters for two brands based on the thing where I posted and, and had two companies hire me. And then I went and hired a bunch of writers to write copy for them. And uh, I've talked about it other places. I won't go into it too much now but some of the writers would just made up stories, right? Like for their sales letter. And, and then I, those, those letters became unusable because there was for two brands, like Altura Skincare, which is like a cool skincare brand. The guy's been on Dave Asprey's podcast three times, uh, you know, and then Native Path, which is functional food. And so, but they, the, the mistake is like 
the copy was actually good, but you've got to know what the client is looking for. So if the client is not the kind of client who wants you to just bring them some aggressive email or a made up story, then you can't do it. Uh, so it'd be helpful to kind of maybe kind of get a feel for where the client is, like how they market already. And if like they're you know, open to pushing the boundaries, uh, and then Peter, it was you, but it was like five other people too, um, pushing the boundaries. But then, and then again, but like I said, then the other thing is if you're just sort of like using that to be topical, but you're not making claims and you're, you're probably, you know, you can probably get the company to go for it a lot. Uh, like I see another one that's on page four of news about how probiotic combination reduces mortality in preterm infants. And you could be like, you know, some celebrity who just had a baby and be like, Oh, they had a baby. And apparently the baby's really healthy. And you know, what's funny is there's a new research showing one of the things that makes babies, you know, healthy is when the parents have a healthy gut, but you don't have to be a pregnant mom to have a healthy gut. Like, in fact, like, here's all the benefits. Like, you know, it's just like, if you do that, is it really like, you're not saying so-and-so celebrity use this, had a miracle breakthrough. You're not making any claims. Like you might get a cease and desist, I guess, but like it's, it's overall pretty, um, you know, it's pretty safe. So yeah, hopefully that, that helps. Absolutely. Makes total sense. I mean, your example that you used with, uh, with Trump, um, recently in that sales letter is it's, uh, it's a perfect example. So, so you have how you connected the dots between something, but didn't actually say that Trump himself was, was using the, um, the, um, oh, telomeres and things for, for anti-aging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Brilliant. Well, thank, thank you very much, Stefan. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Happy to help. Can we do ask advice do? for highly sophisticated market stage five? What's up, Kimmy? How are you? Hi, Stefan. Great. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. So awesome. great yeah, you'll give me a little background on this. Oh, I'm glad to have you here. Yeah. So I'm writing for the skincare slash like fragrance and there's like a lot of solutions out there already. So what's your best advice for like standing out? from all the other different, like similar products and solutions? Yeah, I think there's a couple. It's, um, you have a couple options, let's say. So there's storytelling, telling better stories, which is one of the easiest ways because then it's not even about, it's about the product or the ingredient, but if you tell a better story than your competition, then you generally win. So if you can tell stories of the mission and the vision and the purpose behind the product, if you can tell a better story about the creation of the product, if you can tell a better story about the ingredients in the product, uh, when you tell better stories, people are captivated by stories. So the best story often wins. And that's number one. Mm. Um, and it's a really important one. You know, the other one, what I guess is related is with the ingredients. Like if say that the formulation has 20 ingredients in it and they're pretty pretty well-known ingredients, but everybody else in the market is focusing on two or three uh, of the same ingredients every time. If you can find some of the lesser like promoted ingredients and the lesser known ones, and then make those the star ingredients and they're good ingredients that actually have efficacy and everything, then that's a great way to differentiate too. Cause you'll, you'll see there's a lot of group think even in marketing, right? If everybody's talking about hyaluronic acid or everyone's talking about collagen or whatever, it's like, great. So if I'm going to do a skincare product, I'm going to barely talk about those at all. I'm going to talk about the jojoba berry or the like a uh, Hawthorne sea extract, 
whatever, some other unique ingredient, buck, buckthorn sea extract, like, you know, whatever that is like that people aren't talking about. I'm going to talk about that as like my star ingredient. Um, mm -hmm. because again, then I'm differentiating from everybody else. Um, those are probably the two biggest ones that, that come to mind immediately. Awesome. So I'm hearing uh, storytelling for one of them and then also for highlighting and making the lesser known ingredients the star. Yeah, 100%. Other people don't talk about. Exactly. Yeah. And I think as long as they're good ingredients, obviously you wouldn't do it about magnesium stearate or something, right? <laughs> like a person. But, um, you know, there, there's usually a bunch of really cool ingredients in these formulations and they have a bunch of really cool studies. And uh, the, the challenge you'll get with doing uh, supplement and beauty and kind of like products with ingredients is you'll have a formulator or somebody else who is really excited about one ingredient and they can tell you all about it. And like, you're like, yeah, totally. But if everybody else is talking about that ingredient too, you're just not going to have as much of an, as easy of a time as, as going to one of the other ingredients. And you can still mention it, but you have to talk to them too about what's the goal. Is the goal to get the product in people's hands so they can try it and feel better and have more beautiful radiant skin and do all of these things? Or is it that you, you know, you want to just follow copy everybody else. And so you have to kind of like maybe sometimes finesse it a little bit with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately that's going to just give you a way better, uh, you know, a return by, is by doing that. Yeah, for sure. That's super helpful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Happy to help. Also, the other thing I want to add in is find out what the audience hates the most and using Stefan's RMBCR to do that, but really dial in on what they hate the most and really make that a selling point. So for example, um, I wrote a sales letter and it's in the freelancers niche. Every freelancer's heard about webinars, podcasts, funnels, and they're sick of it. So if yeah. you can come forward and be like, yeah, you can get the result you want without doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's very intriguing because it sounds very new. So if you can hammer home that point of how this has none of the bad stuff they've already experienced, it's a lot more enticing to a sophisticated consumer. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is like, highlighting the bad stuff that they're facing right now. So like, oh, you can get this and this and this benefit without the bad stuff that's like in the market right now. Basically, yeah. It's like, oh, well, and again, with Stefan's RMBC, which is by his course, um, <laughs> uh, you either take a problem, like, like a, a negative, so find an issue with existing problems that are existing solutions that they have. Right. So let's say uh, freelancer is easy for me to do uh, webinars. They're expensive. They're timely. They're frustrating. They're uh, difficult. They are, um, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So find problems within whatever solutions they currently have, as mm -hmm. well as what that means to them. And what it means to them. Yeah. And what it means to them. Because it's like, oh, well, you're doing trying all these solutions. Well, they're actually not working that well for you. Here's why. Right. 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 Thank you One so thing, much. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off, Kimmy. Um, no, no or talk over you. <laughs> I'm going to keep <laughs> no doing worries. it. Well, uh, no, I was going to say, Kimmy, one thing I really appreciate about you, and you did this on the, the first question you asked a few calls back, is that when we give you, when I gave you an answer, it gives you an answer, you, you really make sure you understand it. So you say, what I'm hearing you say, and then you'll repeat it. And I think you do that so that it helps you to learn better. And so that you really get that clarity. It's a really little thing, but I really appreciate that you do that because I think it really helps. You don't sort of feel afraid to, you know, 
clarify. Some people are afraid, like, well, if I ask for clarification, I might look dumb or something. It's a really little thing, but I just think the fact that you do that, and I know you're only like 16 or whatever, um, it's a great skill that you have. So just keep doing that. Thank you so much, Steph. I really appreciate that. 100%. Cool. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.